0: Hey, hey, welcome to the sweat and reflect podcast where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30 something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then let's go. what is up team? Full disclosure, I've already recorded this episode once, but in listening back to it, it was really just a major stream of consciousness where I didn't fully know what I wanted to say to you. Um, You know, most weeks I come in to record and I have a clear focus. I know exactly what I want to say, I know the message I want to get across. And when I sat down earlier, I just wasn't fully vibing with what I had to say. So I took some time, I worked out, and hopped on a call with my business mentor, and I am now so ready to be chatting with you to go into today's topic, which is trusting ourselves and why we specifically as women often have so much trouble trusting ourselves. So I just wanted to keep it real with you that this is not a everything is perfect kind of situation. um, And we're just going to figure this out as we go. So this idea of trusting ourselves or not trusting ourselves, as it were, has been popping up for me um, a lot this past week and even this past um, two days, really, um, with myself. I've had a lot of choices or decisions, I'm sorry, that I've had to make regarding my new endeavor, um, my new coaching business. Um, which I will fill you all in a little bit more. And I've just felt really stuck in terms of not can I be doing this because I know without a shadow of a doubt I can be doing what I have planned. And I see the full vision. I see where I will be in days and weeks and months to come, years to come. Um, But there were like little choices I had to make about my coaching practice, about my coaching program, whew, that I was really struggling with. And as I've been sitting and kind of worked through this a little bit earlier in the first recording, it's it all comes down to this idea of fear, right? Which I know you can't see me, but uh, raise your hand with me if fear is a pain in your ass, <laughs> right? If fear rears its ugly head when you least expect it, but also for things that you just really wish it didn't need to show up for, right? We have this this fear. And again, I, I keep bringing it specifically to women based on A, my own experiences, but also the hundreds of conversations I've had with friends, with colleagues, with, you know, people in passing. Um, It's just so, it all comes down to the fact that so many of us, so many women just have this fear of going for exactly what we want um, and trusting ourselves in getting not only what we want, but where we want to go. So, let's kind of break this down. I don't necessarily have tangible tips for you this week, but I want to walk you through one of the things that I have been struggling to trust myself with. Yes, I referenced um, my coaching business, but something that I am really, really, really dealing with in real time, moment by moment, is my nutrition. So I... I've done some tests over the past few months with a functional medicine doctor, and I've started to work with a health coach, and i realized I have some serious gut issues. And those gut issues, we're 99.9% sure are impacting my sleep issues, and we're starting to pinpoint what some of those catalysts are. So one of the catalysts is gluten. Yay. So... One thing that I've been told since the end of June is, you know, I really have to try to go 30 days without gluten, without dairy, because dairy is a huge culprit of gut issues um, and processed food to like extra sugar, you know, like like the Frappuccinos that I'll sometimes splurge on, like all of those little things. I've really been encouraged to cut those out for at least 30 days, ideally six to eight weeks, to see A, how I feel, but B, then track all of the symptoms, my sleep, um, any gut discomfort that I've had, and see, you know, can it be directly linked to one of these things? And if I just feel better overall, this is then the lifestyle I need to implement. Seems easy enough, but I've been finding that I've been making a lot of excuses. Yes, July was crazy in terms of um, you know, family situations that I was dealing with. And then the whole last week of July was just one more reminder about events that I'm missing with Tim. So again, it was his second birthday without him physically here, our fourth wedding anniversary, um, our engagement anniversary. So just like all of these things. So I've been making a lot of excuses That I, you know, didn't really need to focus on my nutrition. And for me, that's what I needed to do, right? I needed to be present. I needed to be focusing on whatever I felt like doing through that month. Um, But as a result, now that this new month has started and I have seen, felt, and just fully recognized how crappy I feel as a result of my nutrition and gut issues, I have had to commit to implementing the no gluten, no coffee, no dairy, no processed foods, sugar, etc. But what this all comes down to is I've had this fear that I can't trust myself to make it the 30 days without, without these things. And it's a matter of fear that what if this doesn't solve my, my gut, my sleep issues? Fear of what am I going to be missing out on? Um, am I going to be missing out on the wedding that I attend this coming week when I can't you know, eat certain things that are, that are on the menu? Am I going to miss out on celebrations that I'm having with my family? Th- there's just this this fear of what is it really going to cost me to remove these things that I've become so dependent on from my diet, from my lifestyle. And so, through a lot of my reading and self exploration over the past few years, one thing has stuck in my mind, and that is that our brain looks for evidence to support whatever belief, fear, idea that we have. So, with my nutrition. I can see it both ways. I have found evidence that, okay, I haven't been able to stick to my nutrition. I mean, I've more or less been trying to stick to a meal plan whew, since January and it's gone off the rails, on the rails, off the rail. You know, it's just been a whole back and forth. Um, but then in moments like this, when I, when I want to be fully committed, right, I'm on a new workout plan, I really, really, really want to take my nutrition seriously, my brain is now looking for past times in my life that I was successful, that I was able to trust myself and put my nutrition first. And suddenly, all of these memories have been coming back when I first did this very program that I'm doing now um, back in 2018. And I was so, 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 so clear about my goals and my nutrition that it became second nature. And I wasn't worried. And looking back now, I realize going back through those meal plans, I wasn't eating gluten. I had limited my coffee intake, wasn't having dairy, and I wasn't having any sort of processed foods. And not only did I feel amazing, I didn't even miss those things. And I wasn't even trying to cut them out at that point. So I came into, especially today's recording, thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to trust myself, right? Like, how can I keep myself accountable? How can I do all these things? And as I've been sitting here reflecting, I'm putting into practice what I'm telling you. Look for the evidence that is going to support the goal that you want to reach, right? We're always going to be able to find the evidence that is going to support our negative thoughts and feelings. Our brains are hardwired to find those those pieces of evidence first because our brain constantly wants to keep us safe. So negative thoughts are often assimilated or attributed to what is going to keep me safe, right? So we have to dig a little deeper. We have to dig past that fight or flight and we have to look for the evidence that is going to positively enforce the goals, the trust, the thoughts that we have. And if we keep doing that enough, if we keep digging for the positive evidence that is going to get us to where we want to go, suddenly our ability to trust ourselves increases. Suddenly as women, we or reaffirming what we've always intrinsically known that we are capable of, right? We're capable of being successful. We're capable of reaching our goals. We're capable of being the badass women that we know we are. And now we have the evidence to support that. So I want you to take a second and I want you to think about a goal that you've been wanting to reach or a goal that you are currently working towards, I want you to think about what evidence do you have to support your ability to achieve that goal, right? Maybe it's just something as simple as getting up every day and going for a walk. Maybe it's something like cutting back how much you are indulging during the week, whether that's with a glass of wine or a dessert. You know, if you were suddenly doing that five nights a week and you feel like, that's actually hindering you from reaching your goals, how how can you pull that back to maybe two or three nights a week? How can you build that trust, reinforce that trust that you know inherently is within you, but you have allowed yourself to maybe bypass or overlook for now? Right? We often find... Again, I I say this from the reading that I've done and conversations that I've had, my own personal experiences, we often find that we are able to trust others so much more easily, more clearly, more quickly than we can trust ourselves. And that is, I think, just part of our nature, right? It's easier to put trust in other things that we can see, in other people that we've seen achieve a goal, but with ourselves, we question it. We second-guess it because we often push any success that we've had, any trust that we have built within ourselves to the back of our mind. But girlfriend, you are so trustworthy. I mean, I was speaking to to a friend the other day and I was like, look at everything that you've already accomplished. Right? You're second guessing your ability to remove indulgences at night from your life. But look at everything else that you've accomplished, right? Keeping a human alive. You've um, signed up for these programs that you have flourished in. You are creating your own business. You are using your voice. You are helping other women change their lives. Right there is the evidence that you need. Right there is the proof, the trust that you can place in yourself. You've already done the things to move you forward. So this, this goal of yours to limit the nightly indulgences, those are easy enough to just lean into because you've already done things that are so much harder. So again, go back to that goal that I asked you to think about before. And now think about everything else that you have achieved up until this point. And then take it one step further and think to yourself, I am going to feel like such a badass when I hit that goal. Because I will have proved, if nothing else, that I trust myself, that I can rely on myself, that my instincts are on par, on point, and I am worth it. I am worth investing the trust in. And that is a really cool feeling. Again, I'm working through this in real time with you. Right, as I am looking at this, I'm in my second day of no coffee, no gluten, no dairy, no processed foods, you know, really taking back my sugar intake. And then I just remember I've already done it. And if in the moments that that doesn't feel enough, I remember that I've already survived really hard worse awful things so if i can trust myself to get through those things and you know continue to work through those really difficult moments in my life not having these four foods food groups things <laughs> it should be cake for me and on top of that, how freaking good am I going to feel at the end of August or on September 2nd when I've gone these 30 days without these things? If nothing else, I could put the trust there that I'm going to trust that my body and my mind will feel better, will be stronger, will be clearer. And this moment right now of questioning if I can do this, if I can really trust myself to walk this walk will feel like nothing. So whatever you are dealing with right now, whether it's setting a goal of just getting up a little bit earlier in the morning so you have 15 minutes for yourself, whether it's Getting rid of that nightly dessert, whether it's making that phone call that you need to make because it's going to move you forward in a relationship or your business, whether it's committing to getting outside and walking three times a week. Start with a baby step, start putting your trust in something small and tangible where you can see the results and where that result is going to directly benefit you. And then from there, that becomes the evidence that you need to really see that you are trustworthy, that you are worth trusting. And again, that you're a freaking badass. I don't want you to continue to question yourself. I don't want you feeling as though you are not worth trusting. Because, friend, I'm there with you. I've been there. There are moments almost every day where, you know, sometimes trusting myself seems like the craziest thing I could do. But when I hit a new goal, when I get through a meal where I haven't had coffee, gluten, dairy or sugar, I realize that I am so damn trustworthy and I want the same for you because you deserve it, you are worth it, and because you're capable and because I trust you. I trust you that you are so in tune with yourself that you know what you need, you know what is serving you. You know what is going to move you forward. And if for right now, you can't trust yourself, then take the trust that I'm putting in you and use that to move yourself forward. Again, I don't care what the goal is. I don't care if it's teeny tiny or this massive goal. I want you to trust that you are worth it and that you can do it. Because you can. I know you can. I have such faith in you. And again, this all comes back to what you deserve. And it also goes back to that evidence I was talking about at the very beginning. The more trust you put in yourself, the more evidence you are building up So your brain at some point will stop equating your desire for more with searching for something negative, or your brain will immediately stop going to that fear-based thought. And don't get me wrong, you know, we sometimes we need those fear-based thoughts, right? That ultimately is what keeps us safe. But you know what I'm talking about. You know when that fear is popping in that is not serving you. It is holding you back. It is keeping you from trusting yourself and moving yourself forward. That's the fear we need to combat. That's the fear that you need to take down with evidence. That's the fear that is going to keep you playing small. And you and I both know You were not made to play small, to be small, to do any of those things, right? You were meant to live your best freaking life, trusting yourself, owning your actions, and moving your life forward, whatever that looks like. I so, so, so trust in you. And I hope that, again, if nothing else, from this episode, you take away that you are trustworthy and that no matter what you put your mind to, you are building habits, you are collecting evidence that is proving your trustworthiness. And again, if you need to borrow mine, it's all yours, my friend. Please take it and go out there and crush that little voice that is telling you you're not trustworthy. I am now so fired up. I feel so much better about what I am sharing with you. And I am just so grateful that you are giving me the space to share things that I am struggling with in real time with you. Because here's the thing, us keeping our problems to ourselves doesn't help anybody. It sure as hell doesn't help you. So trust that whatever you're going through, someone else is either going through it or has gone through it and it's going to be there to support you. And if you're not sure who that is, reach out to me. I, I got you. I got your back and I will help support, love, build you up as much as you will allow me to. Because again, I trust you and you deserve it. Thank you so freaking much for being here this week. I am so eternally grateful. If this episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love, love, love it if you could go on and leave a five-star review on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this so that my content can get into the hands of some other woman who needs it just like you. I am internally grateful. Thank you so much for sharing the space with me. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you loved this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.